Good evening. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville. Today is Tuesday, March twenty, March 13, 2018. Uh, today our topic is going to be um, the Vatican, what it's about, how long it's been around. Well, those of you um, who heard of the Vatican, maybe through videos on YouTube, you know, maybe through friends of friends, who into the known and they discuss about they they look um they are aware of those things they study those things like myself they research them like Michael, uh, Jordan Maxwell he's very prominent in woman um history uh, European history and and he knows that very well so I used to watch him a lot and um I've looked other documents uh, documentary on YouTube and other places um so the Vatican have been around for centuries. Um, in those days, um, Christianity was, was a very prominent uh, religion. It was pure. It was, uh, untented until the woman took it over and they were converted to Christianity. And that's when they had the media of, of Nicaea during, um, during the reign of uh, the emperor of Constantine when Constantine was in power. So he was the emperor of Rome in that, in that period of time. So during when the woman empire collapses, they went underground to religion. So that's why you see um, a lot of head of state every year they go pay homage to the Pope. Um, they call him Holy Father. Um, that's his title. Uh, so when you go to to the Vatican, you have to refer to the Pope as Holy Father. You know, God says you should never you should never call another man Holy Father. He's the only Holy Father. Um. But homosexuality is uh, is very prominent in the, the Vatican City. Uh, most of us uh, who study that stuff know that for a fact it's true. It's not a myth, it's a fact. Um, the Vatican's, you have two popes in the Vatican City. You have the black pope and the uh, two of them. One wear black, the other one wear white. Now, the other one that wear white... That's what the public see every day. The black pope, you hardly see him. He's in, he's he's behind the scenes. He's the one that make a lot of decisions when it comes to world affairs, dealing with the Vaticans. Um, you have the Jesuits, which the mil that's the military branch. Um, they send them throughout the world to teach, um, to train um, other people to become Jesuits or to give them the knowledge of the Vaticans, or if they want to be a pope. <laughs> and you have the Swiss Guard. And we did very well trained. They're the one that protect the Pope in case of an assassination, in case of an attack on the Pope while he's traveling throughout the world. Um, then you have uh, then the, the the Vatican City is the most. Then it, plus it has um, its own jurisdiction, its own state. It's not part of Rome. A lot of people think the Vatican City is part of Italy, part of Rome. No, it's not. It's its own city. Have its own jurisdiction. He have his own zip code. So if you think that Vatican City is part of Rome, you are dead wrong. You have nothing to do with Rome. And uh, also, if you read Revelation, the book of Revelation, and when they mention the seven beasts, uh, the Vatican is one of the beasts because most of the stuff that they do is mythology. It has nothing to do with God. It is very demonic for the most part. If you see all those statues and those symbolism throughout the Vatican, I've never been there, but I've seen videos about the Vatican's, and you see all those statues and um, symbolism, the obelisk in the middle of the the park in the Vatican. That's came from, uh, you know, you know, Bow, the god Bow, and um, 
of Egypt and in Osiris, the all-seeing eye. You see a whole bunch of symbolism that go way back to Egypt. Same thing you see in Washington, D.C. Uh, that's why you have to be vigilant and do a lot of research about those people. Um, there was a time, but they were talking about JFK assassination. I was listening to it last night. Um, Jordan, um, William Cooper, I think his name is William Cooper or Michael Cooper. I think William Cooper, but he, um, God bless his soul, he passed on now. So he was discussing about JFK assassination. He said, uh, most people are not aware that the reason why they killed JFK, he was not a Freemason. I said, wait a minute. He was a Catholic. I said, yeah, he was a Catholic. Yeah, he came from a royal bloodline of Ireland. That's where his forefathers came from, Ireland. So he's Irish. So he was not a Freemason. So he was not one of them. And in the Knife Templar, they've been fighting throughout the European, throughout Europe, to France. They started, the Knife Templar started in France and Rome. They've been fighting a lot of wars, civil wars throughout Europe and Germany, throughout you know, Europe, um, but it was always, they was always going against the Freemason, and, um, but the full, like, America is started by the Freemason, all, you know, Jefferson, Jefferson, uh, Washington, Stacey Adams, all those guys, they are free, uh, Freemason, and the rest of them are calling bones, like the Bushes, um, you name them, the Bush, Clinton, all those President Ronald Reagan is a skulling bones, so all those guys are skulling bones. They part, they part from, the, they came from that same tree, that Freemason uh, tree. Most of them are thirty-two degree um, Freemason, so most of us don't know that um, because they didn't teach you that knowledge in school. I don't care if you went to Harvard or you went to the the local college down the road, but they never give you those knowledge because you have to research them on your own to get those knowledge. But that being said, the Vatican is a very, very, very powerful state. Um, if you would like to discuss it um, about what the what is the next move they're going to make, who they got inside for the next pope. Uh, pope Francis is from Argentina. Most people don't know that. He's from Argentina. So he, he was a Jesuit also. So he came from that rank. He was a Jesuit priest in uh, Argentina. So that's how he, he raised to the rank, and he studied in Rome. So, like I said, um, just call in. Let's discuss about the Vatican, what they're about, how long they've been around. So just let's call in. Let's discuss it. Take care. Have a great evening. Yeah, welcome yeah. to the podcast, man. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. We were talking about Trump. What's your take on Trump administration so far? Um, I'm trying to uh, be objective about Trump. He obviously gets a lot of negative media attention. I try to see uh, probably the good things that he's trying to do, but really uh, I'm interested in the, the effect he's having on uh, – the United States and the world. That's kind of an interesting phenomenon. But uh, Yeah, I understand what you're coming I, from, but what I'm saying is just like um, there have been a lot of allegations against him lately, uh, primarily with the Russian, with the FBI director he just fired. So there's a lot of stuff coming out about, you know, investigation painting against him that might backfire against him moving forward to the next election. 
So do you think moving forward, do you think you'll be reelected as president or would you, what you think? What's your take on it? I get reelected. I do. I think, um, I think this, this Russian, uh, this, uh, go ahead. Do I think the Russian uh, allegation might be a kryptonite for him? Because uh, I know that he's been doing no, I, with the Russians for a long time now, for decades. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, he has, but so, uh, yeah. well, he's he's a he's a businessman, so he would have uh, you know uh, business interests well, abroad. Uh, but as for as for him colluding to. Uh, with the Russians, I mean that's just demonstrably false. If you if you uh, consider how the foreign relations with Russia have been, uh, the accusation that he's like Putin's puppet is just it's incorrect. He if he was Putin's puppet, he would not be Trump would not be arming Ukrainian rebels. He wouldn't be bombing Syria. Uh, he wouldn't be imposing sanctions on Russia, drawing out diplomats. Um, Don't you know? Okay, by him taking those actions, don't you think they might backfire against him? Because remember, 2013, he was against uh, Obama going to Syria. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if you recall that in his tweets. And actually, they are post all his tweets from 2013. He was saying to Obama, what's the sense of going to, to Syria? We have no business of going there. My take on it is that they have built a pipe from Iraq to Syria, and the Saudis See, there's two people that's going to get us in this world. The Saudis and the first is Israel, because Israel runs this government. And let's be clear on that. You can't bypass that. The Zionist Jews, they run this government, and that, they have a very strong hold on this government. That's why we cannot do it, what we want to do, because they dictate what we do uh, around the world. So my advice to Trump is he have to be very careful about attacking Syria, because that's going to backfire against him moving forward. And Russia is already over there, and China's over there, and Iran is over there. So they have the Assad already got the backup because Assad knows the idea there is for the pipeline. Because I told you back in, I don't know how much you know about over there about the Syrian uh, conflict. Um, during Bush senior administration, right? Are you listening? Yep, they I'm here. Build a pipeline. They, they was going to connect it to Turkey and connect it to Europe, and the Saudi was going to fund that. The Saudi's king was going to fund all that stuff. And America was going to build it. You understand? With, with France and mm -hmm. England. So, therefore, it's, all about, it's a business transaction. You know, they don't really care about the Syrian people in retrospect. It's a business transaction, but that's why Assad is very adamant about America coming over there. And dictating, you know, the, you know, how to run their country, and which I, I agree with him on that part, on that front. But the American people doesn't know because we get a lot of fake, so we don't get the nitty gritty what's really going on behind closed door. You and I know that. Yes. Well, I think the Middle East is is a complicated issue. Um, um we have we have uh contained isis uh through arming certain rebels and stuff isis is pretty much contained uh, they haven't been an issue you really think so 
I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, basically what we've done in the Middle East, when I say we, I mean the Western world, us and France and, and Britain, we, we've drawn these arbitrary lines in the Middle East. So these borders over there have never developed organically, you know, and, and you have a lot of uh, religious ideologies and stuff. It makes it very complicated what the, what the West has been trying to do since the end of World War II. But yeah, ultimately, but that's, what I, that's what I'm saying, because me, the way I look at it is that we have so many things going on here that need to be taken care of. We need to spend most of our energy on the domestic policy than uh, foreign policy. I'm not saying to, to, to forget about foreign policy. I'm not saying that. But I think our main focus should be in domestic policies. And we should focus more in our country first, then focus on what's going on over there. Because first of all, we didn't need to be over there anywhere. Let's be honest now. Let's be transparent with the people. Because people are going to listen to this conversation. If it wasn't for oil, we will not be in the Middle East. You and I know that. If, it was no, if there's right. no oil there, America would not be there. You and I know that. That's a true fact. You, mm. can't, you can't refute that. You and we have we yep. will not be there fighting those wars. And Israel played a major role on that because Israel is dictating what we do outside this country, even inside this country. They're still dictating. Um, because most of the head of state, they're just puppeteers. They're not really making any decision behind closed doors. You understand? So right. on the forefront, we get the, this, this, this facade that they're making decisions. But in the back door, they're not making no decision. People are telling them what to do, what not to do. And I know for a fact, Israel has Israel on that pushing Trump to attack Syria. I can guarantee you that. And then that's going to backfire against Israel because Iran don't even like Israel. And all that in Russia don't like Israel either. So they know Israel is a bully in the Middle East and America's always back up Israel and that's going to backfire against America moving forward. That's why I say it's best for us to stay out of it. We move our military out of that front line and put them here, or put them somewhere else. Because you have to realize that we have about 900 bases around the world. That's too much bases. We don't need all those bases, man. We don't need them. Right. A lot of that money, we spend trillions of dollars on, on a monthly basis in Iraq or Afghanistan. We can spend that money here in America, man. Don't you think that would be a better, a better investment for our future? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that, uh, I think, I can't say for sure because it's hard to read Trump's mind and predict what he's going to do. But it's I really think that he. Uh, That's the problem. He's a. If we, he, he has mentioned he has mentioned drawing troops out of Syria and he has put a focus on our border by um, activating National Guard to work. Hey, I'm fine with that. The, the war focus on immigration issue. I know you want to put national. Uh, uh, you want to patrol the border? I'm fine with that. You always want to secure a border. I'm cool with that. But the wall, I think that's that's pushing it too much. We're not going to spend fifty billion dollars of tax money, taxpayer money, on the wall, man. That that's not that's that don't make sense. You and I know that. Well, the because you cannot stop the economics of coming here. They have under the underground tunnel. They they, they sneak in every day of the week. So they they're gonna come either way. So you can minimize them right. coming here. Because we share a border with Mexico, but you cannot stop them. You're not. That's, that's going to be an uphill battle. You can't stop them. They're going to come here. 
whether you like it or not. But yeah. for you to spend fifty billion dollars of our tax money, that's ridiculous. That's just idiotic to me. Well, the economics is, of it is complicated, but there has been a couple of uh, proposals of what we could do to pay for it, and, and one of them would be to uh, Im impose a a um, uh, it's not called a tariff; it's called a, a it's called a value-added tax or something. I forgot the name of it. It's not a tariff, but if we okay, uh, okay, bring, put okay, the, spend, since you brought that up, so what you think about the tariff on China? I don't think that's a good idea either. Because those middle, uh, those people in the Midwest, those farmers that vote for Trump in the Midwest, they're gonna they're not gonna vote for him next election because they're all pissed off right now because of the tariff. Oh, sure, they'll vote for him. China. So, what's your take on that? What you think about that? Well, he's 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 gonna play tough with China, and he actually has a good relationship with China. Uh, the Chinese people kind of respect him as a a, a deal maker. Um, so. Him imposing tariffs on China and they slap back with tariffs. It, he's 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 showing that he's not going to back down easily. Um, and you don't want to back down to the Chinese. Um, I'm not saying to back not, down. You have to have a standard. You have to hold your ground. I'm not saying backing down, but he's the way about he's the way he's going about doing it because you have to understand America. China is a number one trader with America. They're number one. The, they buy a lot of stuff from mm -hmm. America, vice versa. We buy, we buy a lot of stuff from China. You go to Walmart, you walk into Walmart, 95% of the stuff there is from China, okay? So mm -hmm. you cannot dispute that. You can dispute it. But what I'm saying is by raising the tariff against China, and China too, they also raise their tariff against American now. The American, especially the farmers in the Midwest, they don't not going to feel the, the, the blunt of this um, uh, proposal. They don't not going to feel the pain. And then they're gonna be they're already speaking out about it. If you watch YouTube, there's a lot of videos about that stuff. And they're really pissed off and they're gonna really be mad next election because that's gonna backfire against them moving forward. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I think a lot can happen now between the next election, but ultimately I, I think that Trump will get reelected. I think that um He'll he'll still have his base, and um, you know one of the you know more nefarious look at it well, could it be me. Maybe... It depends who's the challenger. It depends who the Democrat bring up forward. So I don't know who they're going to bring forward. That remains the, to the be Democrat... seen. That remains to be seen. But I don't want them to bring in like a veteran a politician. I don't want a veteran. I want a, a new face. But anyhow, what I'm saying is like, what you think about him closing the Russian embassy in California, and plus expelling the Russian diplomat? What is your take on that? I that was a dumb move. Oh, I think it was a good move. Uh, it shows that he's not, uh, you know, uh, Putin's little bitch, and and you know he's Putin's buddy. Uh, so I mean, it, it, it's good for him to do that because it totally squashes this whole Russian collusion narrative. That's bullshit, and. Uh, you know, I think that the was Democrats. For my, take on it. my take on it is like this: I think the the FBI have proceeded with the investigation, and to me, I take it like that was a hell mary he just threw up. You know, you don't watch football. I'm gonna use football analogy. That was a hell mary he threw up there, because you know that the Russian investigation is still pending, and it's still moving forward with that, and that's why he fired the FBI director. I know they have other issues. Uh, between him and the FBI director. But one of the main issues that he has with him that 
I think he had told him to stop the investigation. He said, no, we're going to move forward with the investigation. And that's one of the reasons why. There are other reasons why he fired him, but that's one of the reasons why he got fired. Well, it looks like they're going to get him on uh, uh, actually campaign finance. Well, I don't know. Like I said, he might he be, uh, he might get impeached. Don't be surprised if he does. But like I said, um, there's a lot to be seen with. Uh, and then he had that sexual scandal with the porn star, which he gave her the hush money about a hundred right. grand, allegedly. Uh, but um, that, that, got, his approval rating actually that he, that, that she they, she had the receipt now. She can refute that. She had receipts on him. She said yeah, she, she did receive the money, but she didn't sign the she didn't sign the contract. So she said she was going still going to take him to court. I don't know what I don't know if she was trying to blackmail him or whatever it is. And the Russian got stuff on him too, because from what I've heard, he got a thing for the Siberian woman. So I don't know. He found him exotic, but um, that's his that's his fetish. Yeah, I, uh, I can't uh, can't fault him on that. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you played a fifth on that too. Huh? Yeah, you know, I mean. Uh... You know, the Stormy Daniels thing, I think it's it's just tabloid bullshit. And actually, his approval rating went up um, after that, you know? Uh, I mean, but that's ultimately what they're going to get him on. Uh, we got a, well, a little under a minute left. Um, they're ultimately going to get him on some kind of campaign finance fraud related to the Stormy Daniels thing, if they get him. Um, but I still think it's going to be a long shot for them to uh, impeach him and, and get him out of office. I think we have a Republican House, Republican Senate. I just don't, I don't see it happening. You don't think you don't you don't foresee this happening? Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to predict, but I mean, I, I I've just kind of think. You remember Nixon? Now, don't forget Nixon. Now, remember Nixon? Yeah, Nixon had a full uh, Republican House. Remember that? All right. Well, about we. And he still got impeached, so don't forget about that. Keep that in mind. Okay, uh, well, John, we're almost out of time. It was good chatting with you, and uh, uh, you 